0: Hey, Amy, did you know that for the first time in history of the internet that the web has become
1: listenable? Yes. Check out Newsly. It's an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any moment, and then it reads them to you in natural human voice, which is important to me.
0: And they also have podcasts. Here you can explore podcasts from over forty countries. Download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly.me. From here, use promo code NE number one G H B zero U R S and get one month for a free trial.
1: This information will be posted on our social medias at wwwtnpodcast. Stop scrolling and start listening. What's with, the What's, with the
0: What's, with the What's with the neighbors? 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 I love it. Oh, man. How are you doing today? I am doing. Ooh, what are you eating? Um, My homemade KFC chicken bowl. Yum. I haven't eaten
1: dinner yet. You're fine. I am doing good. I found out that Rick might be coming out of quarantine. no, not quarantine. might be leaving the hospital in a couple days. So yeah, and then he'll then he has to do rehab for like two weeks or longer. So that's really great. Dad. Did you not hear all that? No.
0: You're probably going to hear it whenever you're recording. I apologize. Listen. This just went off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so baby shark is in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> when you're trying to record a podcast, but you also have kids. <laughs> but you
1: also have children.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Shark,
1: doo, 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 doo. So that means Alice can see him soon. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, I'm really happy. Um, how is are she you? Sick? She has a cold, but she's like getting over it. So, okay. yeah, but hopefully, by the time she can go see him, she's like kind of done with it.
0: Yeah, definitely. His his immune system is probably
1: shot. Correct. Yeah. So, she, I mean, w- wherever we go, she'll have to wear a mask, which is good. But, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We will see. Oh, that's so. good news, though. God, that's good news. Thank I you, know. everybody, for your thoughts and prayers, prayers going out to Rick. Good vibes, all of it. Yes. Thank you. Please, thank you. And uh, how is your baby girl? She's
0: good right now. I gave her Motrin, and she's like, <laughs> like <laughs> talking and walking around. She's like the happiest I've seen her all day. And I laid her down yes. though; she went to bed early. Yeah. She's it breaks my heart when they're like this, like I Charlotte's never even gotten this sick to the point to where she's just like slumped over and won't even lift her head off of you. Like the entire oh. time at the doctor's office, we were there for like an hour and a half to two hours and she slept on me.
1: Oh, baby.
0: I know it breaks my heart, baby. Yeah. And she's she lost a pound. Like She's only 18 pounds. She's so tiny. I know <clears throat> we have our six month checkup next week. So six month. Or a year and six months. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> she's six months. That makes sense. That,
1: she wow. shouldn't be that much.
0: She's that's so how much a six-month-old is.
1: That's so huge for six months. Wow. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's like an average size for a six-month-old. Yeah. She's a special one, though. So she's a tiny little girl. Doesn't Itty help it. Yeah. You know. Um hopefully tomorrow's better sorry by the way this is our podcast this is a podcast what's with <laughs> the neighbors uh that is remember to introduce that at in the very beginning i think it's i think it's fine i think it's, it's fine. okay it's
0: our little intro yeah
1: that's yeah. what's with the neighbors that's brie paranormal that's amy yeah you we know. get where neighbors that like, get together every week and chat about murder and spooky stuff and Maybe dabble uh, in some neighborhood drama. little neighborhood drama. Um, we are, did I say we're neighbors? We're literally neighbors. Yeah,
0: we're four um, doors down.
1: Yeah, but right now I'm in California,
0: but. Yeah, we're um, like four states down. Four, not even four states down. We're far apart. Ocean.
1: Oh, that would have been so cool if we were, were an four
0: ocean apart.
1: A oh, Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean we're connected at Canada.
1: Yeah, we're we're a whole country apart. That's what it is, a whole country apart. So, um, yeah, and uh, hey, you want to hear a neighborhood story while you finish that? Yeah. Um. Oh, do we have? uh, Yeah. Yeah,
0: No, we don't have any announcements. Okay. So Rick's doing really good, right? So that's great. Yeah. Oh, so I can ask you a question now. Okay. I'm gonna be a little selfish for a second. You're fine. Can
1: you bring me Chick-fil-A? <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> I just want I I don't even I don't even oh care if it's God. hot. Just ask me what I want and me and Josh will put an order. I'll give you some money
1: on Cash App. We want no. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> You've done so much for us. You don't need to send me money, but <laughs> Do. oh my god <laughs> I was like thinking like in my head all right you know she's gonna be like can we take a week off I'm so stressed out or can you I don't know can you FaceTime me and walk me through TJ Maxx like or Hobby Lobby I'm like thinking of oh all yeah these... that'd be cool too okay <laughs> <The> target <laughs> no can you just can you please just bring me Chick-fil-A?
0: Bring me some Chick-fil-A, please. By the <laughs> way, guys, we're in Alaska. Oh, yeah, we already said that. But um, we don't have Chick-fil-A in Alaska. And it's very, very sad and depressing. There are two states that don't have Chick-fil-A. And we are one of the two. Maybe three. There may be three. Three. Like, there's three. There's one in the lower you know? 48. And there's Hawaii and Alaska. Uh, I can't remember the one in the lower 48. But they suck. It's probably like North Dakota. Probably. You guys so, need to jump on the chicken train. At least we
1: have a good excuse.
0: We can't have it fresh. Yeah. So.
1: Let me tell you this uh, story. You ready for it? Yeah. Okay. So this neighborhood story I got from, uh, I don't know, some random website. It's called Thought Catalog. I don't know. Back in the 70s, my aunt had a neighbor who was a longtime volunteer at the local blood bank. I doubt this would be allowed today, but back then, she was allowed to take home the old expired blood, which otherwise would have been thrown out. She's a vampire. (laughs) She used it as fertilizer for her garden. What? (laughs) Iron? (laughs) You would see her out on sunny days on on her knees with a big sun hat and gloves, cheerfully working human blood into the soil around her roses. Uh, Her roses, you'll want to know, were magnificent, as were the rest of the flowers in her garden. It's probably because it's high in iron. Yeah. I'm pretty sure soil that's high in iron is really good for plants. Oh, that's so weird. That was from Harry Bridges. And no. Oh, my gosh.
0: That, by the way, I thought you were going to say Harry something else. I didn't know (laughs) what you were going to say, but
1: I was waiting for a prank name. No, nope, 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 nope,
0: nope. I used to call my mom's work all the time by like names like that. Like, hi, this is Harry (laughs) Balzik.
1: Or Ben Dover
0: bend over my mom would be like i know it's you go do your homework
1: (laughs) you're such a brat stop
0: prank calling the animal shelter
1: this is harry
0: bush (laughs) oh my god that um that is disturbing that is like on true crime level and she should not what if she didn't work at a blood bank okay i don't like that
1: Oh, thank you nope you're good you're i good. will pass <clears throat> i'm good so thank you, you want to hear
0: a uh, really detailed and i hope i got it right i this story was rough i, I picked a really hard story this week
1: i do want to hear it
0: i'm excited about it So I'm going to I'm going to tell you some things that happened during the story, too. Well, really, just two things. (laughs) One, we had our second earthquake that I felt (laughs) while I'm talking. (laughs) It's it's a poltergeist story. And while I'm talking about walls shaking and banging and stuff like that, I hear my China cabinet start to rattle and the ground start to shake. And then my dog starts barking. Dakota starts barking. And I'm just like, (sighs) dang it. This is a good story i gotta keep i gotta continue <laughs> it and tonight as i'm wrapping it up i don't i don't i'm sure my child was just being dramatic i hate when it involves my kids charlotte was playing wall with her linkables and uh i could see her just out of the corner of my eye and all of a sudden she started crying and holding her head and she said it hit me and i was like what hit you Natalie? And she's like, no. And I was like, what hit you? And I try to get her to calm down and finally got her to calm down. And I was like, okay, what's, what's wrong? What hit you? And she's like the wall. <laughs> I don't <No>! know. <laughs> she may have just been being dramatic. Cause Natalie's been holding her head all night and crying. And Natalie's got a headache, I think. So she may have just been dramatic and trying the to get wall. attention, but I know. I hate when she does stuff like that. Like, children, stop scaring me! <laughs> uh, this is it not already. what I. This is not what I intended. This is not what I ten- intended. Whenever I decided to have kids,
1: to creep you out all the time. Me yep. either. I I didn't yeah. intend to like have to parent when I had kids, which is kind of upsetting that you have to do that.
0: Yeah. But you know what the worst thing is, is whenever you parent and then your kid parents, you back
1: yeah. or parents,
0: other kids back and uses yes. your sass towards other kids and tells them how to talk and how to do this and that. Yeah, Charlotte's <laughs> been doing that lately. Oh, I won't explain no. details, but that has been <laughs> happening a lot. I hate that. For you. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, did you All see right. my Christmas tree behind me?
0: I do see it. I was wondering why it was right behind you. I keep on seeing the um the eye of your little owl thing flicker and it freaks me out. Oh sorry.
1: Yeah. Uh cause it's <clears> Christmas <throat> here in our trailer. <throat> it-
0: Merry Christmas. I mean, everybody's pretty much decorating for Christmas at this point. So we're yeah, going to not? as soon as I'm done talking to you, we're gonna <gasps> pull out decorations and decorate.
1: Well, let's get to it. <clears throat> yes.
0: So you can do that. and I'm gonna try to wear a Christmas sweater every episode.
1: <gasps> we should do that. Love that. I ugly uh, Christmas sweaters. We should don't. go back to that place. <gasps> That's a good idea because I don't have any Christmas.
0: I saw several there.
1: Yeah, I don't have any Christmas sweaters.
0: <clears throat> the uglier, the better. My mom goes out and buys a bunch of them the day after Christmas on like sale, like clearance, and yeah. sends them to me. So. Yeah. I have a bunch in a bag I love and that. I, I have my favorite one that has Mike Tyson on it. It's my favorite Christmas sweater. Merry Christmas. Yes. That's what it says. Christmas! <laughs> I was like, do you think this is okay to wear on the podcast? And Josh was like, why not? And I was like, okay, I don't care. <laughs> I'll wear it. <laughs> why not? Everybody, everybody makes fun of Mike Tyson. I'm pretty sure Mike Tyson makes fun of himself. So
1: if he doesn't, he should, he should,
0: he should, he should yeah. just join in on it
1: join in on all right
0: fun. would you like to hear about the Battersea poltergeist
1: yes
0: you don't have a choice to so it's yeah it's creepy
1: here i'm all by myself <clears throat> alice isn't here tonight where and is she it's at her uh puddles her grandpa's house
0: oh cool yeah and,
1: you and it's place yourself yeah but it's really windy <laughs> <laughs> and it's creepy Oh, and happy birthday, like... Leia! Oh yeah, happy birthday, Leia! Announcements.
0: There we go. I brought her some beer and some dip, <clears throat> some spinach and artichoke dip.
1: Oh, I was like, she doesn't dip. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs>
0: <laughs> spinach and artichoke dip because <clears throat> she right. loves dip. All right, batter C poltergeist. Let's get to the point. Oh, okay. Here it goes. I have to relive all of this. So in the town of Battersea, London, sat a house at uh, 30, or 63 Wycliffe Road. Uh, the street was an ordinary, poor, suburban part of town. And uh, here lived the Hitchings family. Uh, there was dad, father, uh, Wally, who drove underground trains. Um, the mother, Kitty, Um, she worked as an office clerk, um, their 15 year old daughter, Shirley, who worked as a seamstress and was just beginning, um, her life into adulthood. I mean, she was only 15, but I'm pretty sure she like graduated and stuff at that, at that point, point. she was going to start like art school and stuff. Um, and their adopted son, John, who was a surveyor and the grandmother Ethel.
1: Can you tell me the year again?
0: Uh, 19... 1956. Okay. Okay. I, w- I hadn't told
1: you that yet. Oh, sorry. You're good. I
0: thought, Why? I thought
1: you did. I just like to know the years, like how. Oh, okay. I'm,
0: I'm in my head. It's literally the next sentence. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm such a brat.
0: <laughs> You're good. <laughs> um, so it all began in January of 1956. When Shirley, the daughter, um, found a and most of it focuses around her, um, she had found a fancy looking silver key lying on her pillow. Um, It looked really out of place. And uh, so she had brought it to her father and had asked if he knew where it came from. And he didn't know, but he didn't have time to mess with it at at that minute. So he said to leave it on the mantle and he'll check it later. Yeah, so she left it on the mantle, and later that day he had planned to try the key, but it wasn't on the mantle. So he called her, asked her where it was. She said she put it on the mantle, wasn't there. And so they were looking for it. And she went back to her room, and it was back on her pillow.
1: Ew. Um, <laughs> um
0: <clears throat> so of course, her father got the key and tried like every lock in the house, doors and drawers, everything, and he didn't find any kind of match. Um, when he finished, not long after, the key disappeared, never to be seen ever again, which just a mystery to this day. Um, that night, around 2 a.m., they began to hear loud banging and knocking throughout the house and a scratching noise within the furniture, like their headboards. Um, nope. The noises were so loud that the neighbors could hear it thinking that the, they were hammering in the middle of the night. They complained. Um, the, they actually started, <laughs> they were, <laughs> it, the the noises were so loud um, that they, cause they had just gotten out of world war two that they feared that they were like being bombed or attacked. Oh, yeah. Shirley was interviewed when she was older, like when she was in her eighties and she had described it as. Um, if it was a sound coming from the bowels of the earth. So it was like way deep into the house, like, and it went on until daylight. And from then on, it was like a night, nightly occurrence and soon to be a daily thing too. Um, after enduring this night after night, um, and being terrified, they were exhausted. They called the police. They didn't find anything, figure anything out. And uh, they even had their son who was a surveyor who knew about houses, knew about noises. And he checked everywhere throughout the house, couldn't figure out what was causing this. Um, But nothing could debunk it. Um, Soon, things began to literally pick up, um, becoming more violent. Objects began to move around the house. Rooms began to become trashed. Uh, Things moved like furniture, pots and pans flying across the room. Uh, There was an instance where a clock moved uh, or fell off of a shelf. um, And uh, they would even occasionally see the dad Wally's slippers walk through the house. Yeah. And sometimes uh, Shirley would even chase them like it was a game because they were just kind of used to it.
1: Oh, they're yeah. just like it's okay it's our friend yeah. we're playing with
0: them. Um, at one point uh, one of Shirley's gloves flew off or flew uh, and hit her brother John in the face <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what you get. he didn't believe her about any of this so <laughs> kind of what he got um, the family became so used to their presence that they actually named it and they named him Donald after the angry Donald Duck. Um, um, John okay. was convinced that Shirley was making all this up for attention. She was 15 years old. She was an only child. It wasn't very uncommon that she did things to get attention. She just was at the age.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Um. So also she was like the one to know everything first too which is really suspicious Um, until one night John and Wally heard Shirley screaming in her room. They immediately ran to her aid and they saw her bedsheets being pulled off of her. Um, So trying to take it a step further, John wanted to prove that it wasn't her. And so in the midst of all of it, he told her, he said, lift up your hands. So she put them in the air and he saw that it was still happening Then, her back began to arch and she started to rise (gasps) off the bed six feet into the air. She started to
1: levitate. They're like, oh, you don't believe me? Okay. Let me just...
0: Let's just throw her up here.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, uh, With all this happening, word had gotten out by now. Um, Reporters were constantly around um, the press and everything. People asking them for interviews. um, And with all the information they were getting, they thought it was a hoax too, and they were kind of making fun of it. And they were saying Aww. that Shirley was making it up. And some people were saying that she had a ghost boyfriend because it, she was the center of all <clears> that.
1: Ghost And boyfriend. so, um,
0: right. Um, so a man named Harold Chibbit, or he liked to be called Chib, um, or Chibs, he was a paranormal investigator by night and I think he was like a tax accountant by the day but he just did paranormal investigating because it was like his it was his thing but can't really make money off of it a little hobby yeah um he came by to visit the family and he told them that he wanted to help them because he feared that it was a poltergeist and that he knew about them and knew that like they had already gone through like phase one and phase two. And he knew that it was going to get worse. Oh. Um, And he even said he would do it for free because he has nothing else to do. Although right. he has a wife and he slept there. He slept at their house every night in their kitchen on their floor. And he had a wife at home and she must've been the, like, the most patient wife ever because she just let him do it um, for the entirety you. of this whole thing happening. And it happens for like 10 years. So what? Maybe nine. I can't remember. Um, That's banana. I know. Um, so uh, they began communicating with Donald um, first asking his permission to actually call him this because they didn't want to make him angry. They didn't know if that was making him angry that they were calling him Donald. Right. And they he was he liked the name. So.
1: He's like, they continue to name. call him
0: that. Yeah. I like, I like it. Um, and they would often communicate through knocks one for no and two for yes. Um, eventually they'd begin to get messages from Donald on the walls and even paper like hundreds of them, but that's later. So Ethel the grandmother who was sure Donald was the devil feared that Shirley was possessed. And she had someone come bless the house and even like spray holy water in corners and stuff like that. And then she had the person come up and throw holy water on Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She pissed her off. Um, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, that night, Donald was extremely active and destructive. Um, he ended up throwing Ethel's crucifix, which was really large. He like it. Shirley said it it was like he kicked it, um, across the room and even that no, 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 no. He didn't like people messing with Shirley. Um, also he had torn curtains, like someone had cut across it with a knife What? and just like trashed, trashed stuff. So, um, he was not happy about that. Um, so at this point, and all of it, no one really left the house um, due to the press being around and just being too exhausted to work. I mean, the dad drove trains for a living and he couldn't drive a train yeah. when he was falling asleep. Um, so the dad himself sought help from someone at work, um, a man named Harry Hanks. Hank, Harry Hank. Um, Harry pro- proclaimed to be a spiritual medium and wanted to perform an exorcism on Shirley. To rid her of Donald. So this guy did like the way they described it. Cause I, I listened to, it's like an eight episode. This is why it took me so long because the most information I got was this BBC podcast that I got or that I found. Um, uh-huh. And it was like eight or nine episodes long. Oh, jeez, um, Yeah, it was really good, but it was really, really long. Um, but from what I got from it is that this guy would almost do it as like a show for people to like, um, he would have a crowd or an audience almost and be like, oh, I hear someone talking to me. They're very old and they passed away with some kind of upper, upper respiratory disease. Like that's a pretty vague, like that's yeah. A lot of people. Oh, they smoked. Oh, their name was so-and-so. Oh, not that. What about this? What about this? Um, And then they'd find someone in the crowd and be like, oh, that's my dad. Like three people would say it. <clears throat> so this guy, um, Chibs didn't like him. He felt like he was playing on people and yeah. not really legit, but uh, he wanted to do this anyway. And he had like a room he had everybody in a dark room and they were all in a circle like a seance circle and they all held hands and they began the exorcism and they were just trying to call out donald um and have him kind of go through harry but in the middle of it the police came word must have gotten out through press the police came and said that they were summoning the devil and black magic was going on and so they ended it
1: i'm sorry i think that that's
0: I I mean, they, he wasn't a, I mean, he wasn't a priest or anything, so he doesn't really have a right doing an exorcism anyway, but Uh, that's like a priest thing. Um, but it went to like, it got like into the papers and even like parliament, um, had like, it went through parliament and everything, like everybody heard about it. Um, so a lot of news was going on about this. Um, And obviously it didn't work. Um, Not long after that at the home, they began to experience spontaneous fires. Um, One was like a tea towel that got thrown onto a, um, a burner at the house while I believe everybody was sleeping. And uh, the second one, I'm not sure where it was, but the dad Wally got hurt and burned. So he had to go to the hospital, and at the hospital, they had, you know, they were gonna let him go, but they had said that in his burn, he had had like three scratch marks. Yeah,
1: like Free. three gouged
0: scratch marks. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, fun times. Yay. Yay. This um, is so much fun for us. It's, yeah, it's, it's not fun for Shirley, especially though. So poor throughout Shirley. this, um, poor Shirley had no life. She was 15. She wanted friends. Sorry. She wanted to go out, but she was in the papers and everybody was terrified to be friends with her. So she lost a lot of her friends. <laughs> no one would hire her because apparently, I mean, I'm sure because they read in the papers, but also apparently a Donald followed her to work. At one point, some shears got stolen that she didn't steal. Um, and she was blamed for it. Um, just. Just a shitty life at that point. And she'd said it was like living in a nightmare and she hated him. She said, There was before Donald and after Donald in my life. And just in that point, it was just, there was nothing.
1: That sucks.
0: Um, It's depressing. Yeah. Um, Chibs began to develop a better way to communicate with Donald. Um, better than the one that he had had before, he created like a a cardboard alphabet, um, full of all the letters, and he would like slow, kind of like a Ouija board. I was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah, he would like slowly point to the letters, and uh, Donald would knock whenever he would hit a letter, and they would spell it out, and <clears throat> they started saying things like um, things about Donald. So, yeah, they, they started developing that way to talk with Donald and they started asking him questions about his life and about what he was doing and stuff. Um, and one day, uh, Shirley's mother even found like a message written on one of the bedroom walls (gasps) said, you can see it online too. It says Viva la France. And, uh, uh, they also began getting this when they started getting like several messages from him, like letters, like hundreds of them. And uh, uh spelling out uh, why do I keep spelling. on losing my spot? I'm so sorry. You're okay. I keep on losing my spot. <laughs> okay. They began getting several letters uh from Donald, hundreds of them. Um one of them even said, Shirley, I come. So that was another um, one that's you could find online. And no, it's like clearly like spelled out. Yeah, he, he wanted Shirley. He loved Shirley. They began to get information on Donald, like how he was from France and he was the lost prince, uh, Louis the 17th. Um, <gasps> it's, it's hazy. Um, but the family actually suspects that Donald could have been making this up from TV shows, uh, that would have been on because they started reading like, um, things about TV shows that were on or actors. And he really seemed to like the TV shows that they were watching and the actors. And he started like sending messages about actors in the shows and saying, get a picture of this actor. I want it. And it like demanding things. It was really weird.
1: That is weird.
0: Um, so they don't know if that part was true about everything that he was telling them. Uh, with him being around for so long they started to kind of think of donald as one of the family kind of like a stockholm syndrome almost <laughs> um they called it a stockholm ghost or ghost stockholm syndrome in the show because he was just there for so long and like if they didn't hear knocks around the house they'd be like mm, i wonder where donald is or what's donald up to today yeah. um, <clears throat> um so he was, the, he was one of the he's one of the family <laughs> but they didn't like them. Um, So by 1964, Shirley had finally moved out and gotten a boyfriend. Um, but even though her and her family lived apart, because they still lived in the old house, they would randomly get messages from Donald telling what each of the family members were doing. Like her, her parents would get messages about what her and her boyfriend were doing. She said it was like he was snitching on her. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Like he's watching you. Oh, you're looking at, oh yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Um, and in 1965, Wally and Kitty finally moved out. They saved up enough money to get a place. They're out of there. Good riddance, Donald. Um, although he's obviously was still watching Charlie. Um, and with Donald, uh, still being active in the actual house itself, um, <clears throat> chibs would go and visit him um he was just kind of forever obsessed with the case but yeah. um uh right police it finally too. yeah it finally stopped um around this time around 1965 and donald had left a note saying my work is done and then that's what? it they don't know what it meant they don't know anything and he just stopped Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, is the story on the poltergeist, poltergeist. yeah, I, I have some other little things. I didn't know where to put them because it was kind of like up and down of where I was getting information between like sites. Um, but some other things that had happened that I thought was pretty cool was, um, Wally and Kitty had at one point found their bed covered in alcohol and rat poison.
1: (gasps) Like yeah. he was trying to kill them.
0: <clears throat> I don't know. Well, D- or Donald was just a dick. Um, the grandmother Ethel was pushed down the stairs at one point. Oh, no. Um, uh, the hundreds of messages that were written to the family making demands, telling Shirley how to dress, um, saying he wants pictures of actors, uh, wants them to pull out money for something, just random things. <clears throat> um, Another thing was they heard a girl's voice saying she was Sarah. And Sarah was the name of their Ethel's mother. And she I guess she had recognized the voice and she left and died not long after.
1: What the heck?
0: Yeah. But that's that's that, that 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 that's that. Poltergeist. Oh, poltergeist means angry toddler in German, apparently. so fitting (laughs) it is (laughs) there's that little tidbit in there
1: that's just weird he just left left yeah. yeah
0: I know it's like there's there's a lot more to it I gave like a little bit of it the documentary thing that I listened to was really really good like it freaked me out but um I want to be able to watch it because there's there's a show about it. It's a whole series or a whole. Well, I mean, show you said it was like
1: eight episodes long. The podcast, yeah, that you for the to the
0: podcast was yeah.
1: So it's just like a tiny little tidbit. Yeah. You- Wow. Yeah.
0: I tried to wrap it as, up as much as I could just between I, the fact that I didn't want to be eight pages long. And also I, my children are super needy this week. So I had to like
1: oh, yeah, condense totally. it, but I, wow. like,
0: I was so excited when I thought I was like, Oh, I'm going to do a poltergeist. And I saw Enfield and I'm like, I don't want to do Enfield yet. Cause that's, that's the second conjuring to me. I don't want to do Enfield yet. So this one actually happened 10 years before Enfield happened and then Enfield happened and that's in the same area
1: yeah so creepy
0: yeah I like it I don't like it I'll I have fun with that one
1: I'm glad you had fun with it I don't like it though yeah 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 it just it's weird to me how like connected that it was to Shirley Shirley?
0: yeah I know
1: it's like he knew her I mean he did in a way makes me wonder if like she reminded him of somebody you know, like uh someone he was in love with or something, and like she looked like him or or like she looked like that person or something. I don't know,
0: maybe I don't know, but he was well, Chibs had said that it wasn't uncommon for a poltergeist to be like centered around like a teenage girl, and I'm wondering uh, if it's because like they're more vulnerable and should be um they get like he said that donald would work off of shirley because she was like charging him in a way like she was his battery and she would just get worked up and scared and he she would sense. just give him energy so go scare boys ghosts.
1: gosh yeah what the heck man They're scared of anything
0: yeah, right boys. whatever whatever boys do
1: you want to hear a murder story I have a really awful story to tell you. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. I, I had to endure one. This one, what it fe- really- I had
0: to endure a terrible story this week already, what fell like two times. I'm
1: sorry, <laughs> bud. But this one, like, I picked it, and then, like, I, you know, how you kind of like read the gist of it. And then kind of pick it or if that's what I do anyways. And
0: then you just get into it and you're like, well, I'm this far. So I have to
1: continue it. Yeah. I oh. didn't realize how terrible it was.
0: Can but- I make a, can I make a request? Yeah. I want to hear a cult story at some point. I love
1: cult stories.
0: I do too. It's just, they're so. They're not very common and it's hard to find information on them. Probably.
1: No, it's not that. It's just a, I I listened to a a podcast that's all about cults. But they're so in the depth. So um, I haven't like I I need to do it. I love cults. Those are my favorite ones. Yeah. So I actually know exactly which one hey, I want. Hey, this is
0: episode 9. Maybe we can do that for 10. <gasps>
1: Ooh.
0: I'll pick a good one for 10.
1: So. Another thing is I want to just Cause I'm a huge, uh, advocate for child, child, uh, Aww. sexual assault. Yeah. So if you know anyone, or if you are being abused by anyone or sexually assaulted by anyone, whether it was a child or not, please reach out to your local agencies you can also check out the website rain R-A-I-N-N.org, and they can help you find local agencies if you cannot um and it's a super safe website you can click a button and the whole website will just like disappear be, you know if you're trying to hide information even if you, or you just suspect it yep if you sus- suspect it please 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 report it uh There's nothing worse than having a child have to go through sexual assault. I mean, a child or an adult, there's nothing worse. So, um, please, please, please reach out to someone. If you see something, say something. Absolutely. No matter if it's bad, if it ends up not being something, it's better to be safe than sorry. So, yep, that's right. You, You could save someone's life. Absolutely. Um, so that being said, late in the day on May 29th, 1984, Juanita Wheat was heading home with her new friend that she met about a month earlier and her new nine-year-old daughter from a full day at the local carnival. Uh, Robert, her new friend, uh, said that he had a bleated Mother's Day gift for Juanita and asked if her daughter uh Vernita could help her or help him carry it back from his house. So he's like, can we go pick up this birthday gift from my house and bring it back to her? And Juanita, the mom was like, I don't know. Like, like she was super unsure. She does, you know, barely knew him, but with a lot of pleading, she's like, fine, go ahead um because Robert's like well it should only take an hour it's not that big of a deal and you know I'm just a couple blocks away um but unfortunately like hours had passed and it finally like passed midnight and she was like where the heck are they so she wrote a note to her daughter just in case she comes home because she knows she didn't want to leave the house you know, just in case she came up, So she left a note and she went to the address that Robert said that he lived at. It unfortunately was abandoned. So Juanita went to her friend Reeve's house who contacted the police. And Juanita told the police that she met Robert while he was riding through the neighborhood on his bike. And he seemed to like know the area and seemed to fit in. So, she, you know, she just befriend, befriended him. Um, the police couldn't find a uh, Robert Knight, which is the name that he gave her, in the DMV records, but with a photo lineup of like r- recent arrests or whatever, and the description that she gave, uh, she was able to identify a man named Alton Coleman. So he gave her a fake name. Gotcha. Um, so they brought in the FBI. What a weird What's that? Name. What a strange name. Alton Coleman.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, So they brought in the FBI because a child was involved. And the FBI went to Alton's grandma's house, which was the last address that he had on record. And that was in uh, Joaquin, Illinois. They met a young lady there named Deborah Brown, and she claimed to be Alton's girlfriend. She was like, yeah, I live at this house. I take care of Alton's blind grandmother. And she said that Alton had been out all night, but came home around 8 a.m. that morning. He came home by himself, but he had to get ready for a court hearing because he was being charged for rape of a 14-year-old girl at knife point. Oh, great. So, yeah. So Deborah also told police that Alton told <clears throat> her that uh Alton told her that morning that he had done something bad that night, but he didn't go into details. And she's just like, okay, cool. Like, no big deal. Like, you did something bad. I'm sure it's a no it big Brush it off. Deal. Yeah. It's fine. Well, let's not press him for questions. I don't know. You've been, a, also, you've
0: been accused of rape, so it's probably um, not yeah. a big deal.
1: Yeah, she probably, <clears throat> like, I was at first very upset. I'm like, why wouldn't she ask him? But if you're staying with someone after raping a child, yeah. you probably don't have the greatest conscience. I don't know. Anyone that stays with anyone after molesting a child, I don't know probably is trash so um anyways uh Uh, they went looking for alton and worked with the kenosha local police department to find him and they're like oh yeah because kenosha was like a neighboring town kenosha's police was like we know this guy he is a terrible terrible person with a terrifying past he has a long rap sheet of rape, molestation, and assault. Uh, so super cool that he's still out on the streets. Uh, the investigators split up, intervened, um, and started. But typical. In- Sorry. Yeah. Dude, for real. <clears throat> um, investigators split up. Uh, they started interviewing cab drivers because he wasn't allowed to drive. So they were like talking to cab drivers because that's what he was known for is taking cab just about everywhere Um, and corner stores that he would visit and whatnot and they also offered a $5,000 reward for any leads on Alton. Uh, Two days later uh, a cab driver called to report that he was scheduled to pick up Alton. Uh, So a police officer went down to you know see where he's going to get dropped off and the cab uh cab driver ended up dropping him off at Alton's sister's house but Alton saw the police officer and so he started he like took off booked um, it maybe. yeah he booked it and after an 8 hour 8 hours of looking for him they decided that he was no longer in the area um and so things kind of like quieted down but then they finally got a lead from another cab driver who said he recalled picking up Alton and a little girl the night of the disappearance oh damn it yep and he said that he dropped them off at a scrapyard uh he obviously didn't think that the little girl had been kidnapped because they were holding hands so uh they went The investigators went down to the scrapyard and talked to the night manager, who said that he remembered seeing Alton and the little girl. Um, and unfortunately, that was the last time that Bernita was seen alive. Uh, the investigation was uh kind of put at a halt at that point. They didn't get any new leads until about three weeks later, when they received. I know, dude. Uh, they received a call from a man who was searching an abandoned building for scrap metal to sell. He said on the second floor of the building, he found a small child dead on the floor, wrapped in a man's corduroy jacket under a blanket. Um, oh, and her baby. hands and feet—I know—her hands and feet were bound with a cable, and her body was decomposed so bad that they couldn't identify her immediately. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh so I know. Uh so something super smart that the investigators did uh to get prints from the murderer, they actually took off the whole door from the room that she was found in instead of just like individually trying to get prints from the door. Right. Um, and it was in their favor uh they were able to match Prince to Alton. Good. But yeah, unfortunately the victim was ended up <clears throat> identifying was identified as Bernita.
0: Right.
1: Um then while watching a news broadcast, um the investigators found out that there was another murder of a little girl in Indiana. Um but there was two murderers and the first murderer was like the description was Alton so they're like we know it's him but the second one was a female a black female and they're like uh, when was the last time we talked to Deborah Brown his girlfriend so they went to go check on her and lo and behold she was missing she was gone not at the house so on June sixteenth, uh, a local police of Gary, Indiana, uh, was talked to. Uh, was called to the hospital uh, to talk to a little girl named Mary James. Um, Mary was in the hospital recovering because her and her friend Janice Clay were walking to the corner store. Uh, she told them that a man and a woman rode up on bikes and told the girls that they had really cool clothes to show them but in order to get them they would have to go to the woods so they followed them to the woods i know and that is where they're beaten and molested and left for dead but why would you do that i don't I don't know. You don't trust someone to go into the woods. Never, never go into the woods. You just don't nope. go places with other
0: people. No. Oh
1: no, babies. So uh, Mary mm. managed to crawl to the road where she was o- found and only minutes from dying. But luckily, she was found. Um. So she's she liable. Yeah. So she oh. she gave Mary. them. Uh, she was able to identify Alton and give a description of the other suspect, which matched uh, Deborah's description. So, the FBI released a massive campaign ad about Alton and his girlfriend, hoping someone would recognize them and turn them in. Which it did. On July 8th uh, in Ohio, a woman named Rose Wiggins called the local police to report that her grown daughter was missing uh she had gone over to her house and she you know just to talk to her and check on her um and her two grandsons were only home one was an eight-year-old boy and the other one was three uh but unfortunately her grandson was like way too scared to let her in he was like freaking out but she's like let me in and he's like no so with some convincing with the FBI, they finally, he finally let everyone in. Uh, The investigators started questioning the eight-year-old. His name was James. Uh, He told them that a man and a woman were at their house and he was able to identify them as Alton and Deborah. Uh, During their search of the house, the detectives found blood all over the kitchen and like leading down into the basement. And that is where they found the mother, Virginia, and her daughter, Kimberly Black, dead. Mm. James explained to the police that Alton and Deborah showed up at their yard and was talking to them. And they all, that you know, they were super friendly and Virginia invited them over for dinner. James told the police that he saw Alton slip a knife into his pocket. And after dinner, they were all watching TV while kimberly his sister and virginia his mom were washing dishes uh james recalled seeing alton on the tv and that's when alton like immediately turned it off and he was like it's time for bed so him and his younger Smart. brother went yeah, right uh went up to bed and that is probably when the two women were murdered um, so something that's not very common, but it does happen the FBI's uh 10 most wanted list added an 11th slot for Alton, his girlfriend, which got a huge like it was a big deal because it doesn't happen very often, so they got a lot of press, uh, yeah, attention for that, yeah. right? And that's when tips started pouring in, and on July 13th, a <clears> woman <throat> named Michelle Stone called 911 and she said that a couple rode by her house on their bikes and told Michelle's dad and mom that they saw his camper, which was in the driveway that for sale, that they were interested in it. Um, and Michelle was like on her way out to go to work and she passed them to talking about it in their on the porch. Uh, she came home from work later. Her dad's truck was missing, but the two bikes from the the potential buyers were still there. So she's like, that's weird, but okay. So she went inside and found the house that completely ransacked, like furniture turned over, things broken. It was awful. Um, Then she heard her dad faintly call out to her and found her parents laying side by side in the basement and her dad was barely alive, but her mom had passed away. The description Michelle gave of the possible camper buyers matched Alton and Deborah and during forensics it was determined that Alton had used a crowbar in the basement to kill the couple and they fled the scene two days later Farmer found the truck abandoned on his property in Kentucky over 500 miles from where it was stolen in Cincinnati so the detectives knew that they were going to need another vehicle so they upped the patrol in the area And as predicted, a college professor was assaulted in the hotel parking lot, and his vehicle and cash were stolen. And he identified the couple with a photo lineup as Alton and Deborah. So an APB was issued for the vehicle, but unfortunately, it was found abandoned. The investigators uh, suspected that Alton was going to eventually work his way back home to illinois so all the stolen vehicles and abuse and assaults everything was like on high alert they're like any information about a stolen vehicle or assault i don't care if it's domestic or not like let us know we need to hear it all um for the surrounding areas and so in dayton ohio an elderly couple reported their vehicle stolen and assaulted a reverend named reverend gay had been severely beaten after a couple had met weeks prior, uh, broke into their, into their home. And the description of the couples was Alton and Deborah. A day and a half after the attack on the couple in Ohio, a station wagon was discovered near the car wash in Indiana, which belonged to Mr. Gay and a body was discovered along i65 by road crew and unfortunately it was a body of an elderly man from indiana that was reported missing on his 77th birthday and that Aww. wasn't i know and what it, a but it wasn't birthday sorry <laughs> kind of sucks to die on your birthday right um, that's
0: so weird you're born and you die on your birthday <gasps> that is weird it's i didn't like think about that inception it's not like Inception, but.
1: <laughs> R.I.P. to the missing man on his 77th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> a few days later, the couple was uh were found, Deborah and Alton, they mm. were found hanging out in a public park by oh. a citizen.
0: I thought you were going to say they were hanging.
1: Oh, that would have been great. Bummer bummer they weren't hanging um <laughs> they were hanging so-
0: <laughs> with an i in not hanging like
1: the driver uh of the people that like the citizens that found them the driver was waiting in the car running while the girlfriend ran to the public phone to call the police and i'd be like oh my gosh they're here right here in this parking or in this park alton and his girlfriend didn't give up much of a fight during their arrest um and they obviously were like murders what murders we didn't kill anyone right and so sure. they if they lost you, <laughs> you made the list you made the fbi's <clears throat> most wanted list they added an extra slot for you
0: yeah
1: uh together collectively they had taken seven lives unfortunately yeah and alton was sentenced to life in prison but he ultimately got sentenced to lethal injection um four times actually and was executed on april 26 2002 um whoa that's a geez
0: yeah it kills me how long that takes
1: It's because they have to like, I think it's because they have to uh, go through all of their allotted parole. I don't know. Didn't Bundy's take like 20 years? Yeah. It took a long time for him too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because he kept on saying he had more bodies, but he was just lying.
1: Yep. And uh, Deborah was originally sentenced to lethal injection, but it was overturned and is currently serving 140 years. In prison without the possibility of parole.
0: Hmm.
1: Have fun. Yep, and that is the awful story of Deborah and Alton. Alton. You know I hate,
0: I hate those stories, especially ones that involve kids. But yeah. I like the I like at the end when they get caught and get in, in trouble. Anyone that is going Casey Anthony was a stupid biscuit.
1: <laughs> Still salty about that one. salty um it makes me very angry how many times someone can hurt a child and get away with it so it is very satisfying to hear the ones that end up getting punished but for me I think I think lethal like if they sat in in prison for years and years and then got lethal injection, it's more satisfying because they had to pay their price. But for me, I think death is an easy way out of your punishment. Same. So they had to sit there for <laughs> year, like 20 years and mm-hmm. then get lethal injection. I'm like, great. But if they got it like just a couple years after, it's not satisfying to me because it's such an easy way out. Wow. So. From what I've
0: heard, Um, Josh used to know someone who worked in the prison Uh and like any time, like a new person was coming in, like every, like there would be people who would know exactly what they did on the inside and they would have people give them information and people like that, like child molesters Mm -hmm. did not have a good time in prison because they don't, they're not, people don't like child molesters. Like you shouldn't do that to kids. No. like a murderer eh, it's okay don't mess with them but a child boss, don't mess with everybody her picks yeah. on them
1: yeah that's uh rick's uncle used to work in the prison and that's oh and his dad did too i don't know and they always knew there was a target on their back
0: yeah immediately so the
1: second they walk in so i I'm guarantee like, you
0: they didn't either of them didn't have a good time getting into oh, there
1: no 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 yeah. not fun
0: oh thank you you for that great story yeah i'm gonna tell you a neighborhood story about cats
1: i miss my cat so much
0: i miss your cat is your dad gonna come get your
1: kitty cat i think i miss your
0: cat
1: i miss going over there
0: (laughs) i miss going Uh, over there and getting my leon cuddles you could probably
1: go visit him maybe i will what did they look for me just no, they love off of Badger. Oh, okay. Just go just go pick him up. That's take cute. him. I'm taking Do him for, for a daycare care. day. Yeah. They he because he has to get swapped out. Like they stay in a room and then like during nighttime they come out because Leon wants to be friends with their cat Muffin and Muffin's like, Heck no, techno <laughs> and <laughs> so to avoid fighting uh brian swaps them Aww. and so you could probably just go get them and <laughs> maybe I for a daycare day yeah sure. a little sleep take them out for a,
0: for a little field trip i'm so sorry yeah. for all the background noise i
1: don't hear <clears throat>
0: the shaking and rattling that i have on my side
1: you're good would you like I, to hear yeah. a
0: neighborhood story yes please. i'm wondering I'm wondering if you're getting so much like interference with yours, so many glitches, is because you said that it's windy. I wonder if maybe it's because it's windy and maybe your internet's, internet's a bad. little funky. Yeah. That could be it. It's snowing here, so that could be why we're I'm getting because our yeah. internet just started over. So ours shouldn't be too bad right now, but it's snowing. So usually when it snows, it's, it's a little bad. glitchy.
1: Yeah. Well, <clears throat> so far I haven't seen too hasn't been too bad on my end.
0: Okay, yours has been really bad I've never heard yours be this like and it hasn't been like bad to where like you can't understand what you're saying but it's been trying to do it a lot
1: it sucks dude
0: I interrupt you I let you know whenever it's really bad so I just feel like if I interrupt you every single time it's gonna be pretty often constantly well yeah we're almost done it'll be okay
1: yeah
0: it won't be bad it'll be fine it's not bad at all
1: tell (sighs) me a cat story
0: let's tell you a cat story so this one is titled "Are these your shoes?" Stop <laughs> me if you've heard this.
1: <laughs>
0: it has to her. make it. So my kitten is apparently a klepto, and at first we only noticed a hand towel or two, a hand towel or two showing up in our backyard. After the towels, she began bringing home plums and leaving them around our bedroom. That plums? sounds messy. Yeah. Plums like the fruit, that but last awful. week she, I know. And it probably gets smelly too. Yeah. Um, but last week she stole someone's shoe and thankfully I was able to find the owner and, sh- and returned it. Now this morning <laughs> after returning the stolen shoe, these two shoes show up at my back door, like a well-earned prize and my kitten is quite proud of herself. If these are your shoes, can you please let me know if I can return or so I can return them. And in the future, if your shoes or anything small outside goes missing from your porches, I apologize in advance for my resident cat burglar. (laughs) So there's a second part. Oh my gosh. It says update two. Are these your shoes? Okay. So my cat burglar has been busy this week. I now have three complete pairs of shoes and six single shoes, one children's (laughs) towel, and a pair of work gloves. If anyone recognizes (laughs) any of these, please PM me, and I will give them back to you. Again, I'm so sorry for my cat's behavior. (laughs) i love that so much you know i'm glad you okay i'm just gonna say it i've already told amy this story and she's laughing just as hard the second time hearing it as she did the first time so it must be a
1: good one <laughs> I, love <it. laughs> I love it so good much. job thank you for sharing that you're welcome that was perfect and amazing
0: so obviously this is what's with the neighbors more true crime paranormal podcast. I feel like we should start like saying that. Um, thanks for listening. Thank you. Um, yes. To great. find. Thank yeah. Yeah. Listening. Thanks and and share us please. Um, but I'm gonna get to that. So to listen, you can find us pretty much, uh, wherever we're like on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google. Um, if you go on our website, you can see everywhere where you can subscribe, um, on iTunes, please, 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 please review us. It'd be great if you gave us five stars and actually wrote a review and not just gave us the stars, but you know, we appreciate the stars as well. Um, We have been getting a couple more reviews, so that's a good thing. Um, also, follow and like us on all of our social medias. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and even TikTok. And you can just search at WWTN Podcast. And our website is uh, What's With the Neighbors On there, you can find all this information, and uh, also on there, you our, can find
1: our Patreon website which is patreon.com for forward slash what's with the neighbors and for just five dollars a month you guys That's
0: five dollars
1: five dollars a month you can get the video of an unedited Angel. episode and you can see the bloopers and we do fun videos you know what, and we want to do so much more for you, but we need more Patreon donors for just $5 a month. That's this That's Netflix. All... Yeah, it's, it's less than, it's that's coffee, you guys. So, you know, what? just $5 a month, unedited video episode. 20 quarters. And, and way more than you get with. four eight wait <laughs> four, it's 20 quarters
0: four eight four times five 16 20 20 quarters yep i was right why did i doubt myself 500 pennies
1: that's all
0: that's all that's just 500 pennies guys
1: yeah anyways
0: all right go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> did you say everything What what you I think you so. can get yeah.
1: early access
0: all that yeah, stuff. oh
1: i and early <laughs> access
0: <laughs> I if you can't wait till sunday you can watch us on friday you can actually watch us so ah, you know you and can it's watch unedited. our performances yeah it's unedited sorry Amy i got distracted to do less work, work. <laughs> <laughs> i need to find another sappy song
1: <laughs> no that song's great it's perfect
0: because <laughs> everybody knows
1: it (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: okay so let's wrap this up to uh feel free to slide into our dms if you guys want to send us any stories uh ask any questions give us any comments tell us about your day um or even if you want to give any story suggestions if you want to hear about a cult tell amy if you want to hear about some crazy possessed person or an alien tell me or whatever but, you know, that's at uh, wwtnpodcast at com, And that's it. Oh, wait, before we say it, just a reminder. I will get you your Chick-fil-A. Okay. Did you make that? No. Chick-fil-A is wonderful. They give you free things all the time. And they gave this to Charlotte one time.
1: That's really cute. Eat more chicken.
0: Yeah, you could go on cow day and you get stuff like this. You just Aww. have to dress like a cow and then you get free chicken.
1: That's cute. I will get you your Chick Fil A. Thank you. And Chick Fil A. My husband like almost died in the hospital, but sure, I'll get you your. (laughs) I asked Josh today. I was like, "Do you think I could tell Amy?" And he's like, "No." (laughs) I told my mom. I I said this tonight. I was like, "I'm gonna be saying this for a while." My husband almost died, (laughs) but sure. Shouldn't be joking like that. I'm sorry. I might take that out. it's okay you're just making light of it i'm
0: sure rick Absolutely. would be even worse
1: <laughs> i i say it to him i've said it to i even <gasps> said it to him tonight you said it to him <laughs> well yeah <laughs> oh that's, that's funny yeah that's who i am all right pictures about the neighbors what's with the neighbors high five buddy Pew. what's with the neighbors i love you i love can't wait you to too. see you again
0: I know. Me too. I'm tired of seeing your stupid face on stupid computer. No, the heck. You don't have a stupid face. You have a beautiful face. I'm sorry. Your face sucks.